0: Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Learn from Kenneth Copeland today to make every word count and bring increase into your life. Words produce the blessing and dominate your world. Here's Kenneth. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for the Word today. We give you praise and honor and thanksgiving We open our hearts, we open our minds to receive revelation from heaven. Oh, revealed words about Jesus and about you, Father, and about the greater one that lives within us. Oh, but from this, oh, this, your Word. You've exalted your word even above your name. You're quick to bring it to pass. You watch over it. And we're here to receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. <laughs> Oh, and I preach myself happy glory to God. I love the Lord and I love the I love His Word and I love you. Hallelujah. Now, we're talking about words are the most important things in the earth. That makes the Word of God. And so I, want to, I want to say something right here. Listen, when, you, when someone says the Word, don't just think about, don't just think about, uh, about the book. There's nothing wrong with thinking that. But listen, listen, this is a copy of the first covenant and the second covenant. These are blood covenants. You understand? The first one was in the blood of animals. The second one was in the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. But it's His bond. He's given His word. That <laughs> got through to somebody right then. I remember when it got through to me. Oh man, I—it was—it was already precious to me. And, but it was, oh my goodness, this makes it the most precious thing on earth. Now, i, I want we want—we've—we've gone through a number of scriptures, but. I want to just refer to them now rather than go back and read them because we've got a number of them to to go here. Matthew 4.4, Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then we talked about Matthew 12.37. Well, yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to pass that one up. I'm going to go back over there and read that one again, because this is so stunning and, and, and startling when you, when, you, when you really hear it. You just really hear it for the first time. You may read it a lot of times, but when you really hear it. A good man out of the good treasure or faith person out of the faith deposit of the heart bringeth forth good things. An evil man or an unbelieving man, he's not talking about bank robbers and stuff. He's talking about, he's talking about his own people. He's talking about uh, uh, his, his his person here, you and me. One of you deposits fear into your heart all the time and so it produces unbelief. The other one's depositing the Word in his heart all the time, which produces faith. Now, that, that, that's in a nutshell. Bringeth forth evil things. Now, Luke, the, in, in, in the writing of this, in the 6th chapter, 45th verse, he said, he goes on to say, for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. What is in there in abundance comes out. I'm thrilled to death, scared to death, dying to go. You know, my feet are killing me. I tell you, woman, you make me sick. I tell you, I'm sick and tired. And then somebody else said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. All of those words are in there, and they keep coming out. Yeah, but Lord, I didn't mean to do that with words. Words are seeds. They plant whether you realize it or not. (laughs) My granddaughter Rachel was talking about when her garden came up. She was, Oh, we didn't plant any pumpkins this year. I intended to do that, but I forgot it. But pumpkins came up, and she remembered (laughs) the year before. They were out there in that garden, and, and then I don't know how it all came that it came to pass, but but um, they had, <laughs> I, I think Caleb had spit some pumpkin seeds out. They could scraped some pumpkin seeds out. She had pumpkins. She didn't mean to plant them, but they got planted. Man, that went off inside me. It it thrilled me. I, it, it it to think about this, but it also it ought also. Uh, Or to shine the light on some real problem situations, right? Okay. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. You can't stop it. That's the reason James said the natural man with natural forces cannot tame the tongue. Anybody can tame a horse. You don't have to be born again to tame a horse. But when it comes to taming the tongue, there's only one thing that will do it, and it's the Word of God. This wisdom that proceeds from Heaven, talking about the written Word. All right. Now, Genesis 1, 1, 2, 3, in the beginning God said, light be light was. Amen. Spirit of God was moving on the face of the deep. Nothing happened until God said and released words. Now, We live in, now remember, words, the most important things in the earth. We live in a word created environment. Then in Hebrews chapter 1, the third verse, we read yesterday that he is upholding all things. He's upholding all things by the Word of His power. The universe has been expanding at the speed of light ever since God said, Light be. It will continue to do that until He says something else. There's coming a time when this one will be folded up. Amen. Now, He's already said that it's coming, so He's already put a limit on this one. When's that going to be, Brother Copeland? Whenever He says. <laughs> That's a good one, and I, didn't in- I don't think I intended to say that. <laughs> hey, man. Whenever He says, uh-huh. yeah, I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> say, what's in that cup? As for me to know and you to find out. It's just a good old cup of tea. (laughs) Amen. Now, oh, that, that, when he says, (laughs) so good, praise God, you you are so smart. Mm -mm -mm. Now, grow up, I'm going to be smart like you. Now, well, I've already got the mind of Christ, and so do you. amen glory to God where are in that word. And this Bible was a yeah now it is a word created word upheld word dominated environment in which we live. Psalm 1914. These words. Take time to look it up in your Bible. Psalm 1914. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength. And my Redeemer. Words. I must say things, words acceptable in his sight, in his ears. How, how, how on earth am I going to do that? By not saying anything but his words. Now the word, study it out for yourself. And you know, as we get to where we can take the time to do it, we of course we will. The word confession literally means to say the same thing as. You, you put it together in, 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 in the, the, the Greek text, say the same thing as. Now, there are different confessions taught in the Bible. There's the the there's the confession of, of someone in, in a courtroom. There is the confession of one's sin. There's the confession of Jesus as Jesus is Lord. But then there is the, con- <clears throat> the confession that we hold fast to, the confession of his word. And Jesus is the high priest, the apostle, or the one that God sent the high priest, the administrator, of our confession. King James says, profession, it's exactly the same word contra- com- uh, uh, translated, profession, confession, same, same word. Now, then he go right on to the fourth chapter. Let's hold fast. I'm getting ahead of myself. I, w- I wanted you to gather hold of that. What, what, we, what we are confessing is God's Word in the presence of Jesus, and He has sworn as the administrator of the church to see to it, it comes to pass. He is not obligated to see idle words come to pass. He's not obligated to, He don't, he, He's not obligated to even hear that trash you and I spill, and you know, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. But I'm going to tell you what, the devil's listening to every word of it because he's stuck with this. If He can't get it in your mouth, He can't do it. Now, okay. Psalm 91, the 91st Psalm. Everyone is acquainted with the 91st Psalm, but not everyone is acquainted with what I'm going to show you right here. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Wonderful. Whoa, what a promise. I only have one question. How do I get in there? how do I get in that secret place? It's a secret place. How am I going to find a secret place? How am I going to dwell there if I can't get in there? I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He will deliver. You see it? You say it. Words will put you in that secret place, and words will keep you out of it. Oh, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, abide under the shadow of the Almighty." Oh, I want to be there. Oh, God, we're in such trouble, such trouble. I'm not making fun of you. I'm, I'm, I'm rehearsing this. I've been there. Oh, I'm so afraid. <laughs> Look what's happening. The, 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 the storms and the, the hurricanes. You ain't in a secret place. You are standing right out there in the middle of the storm just asking the devil to wipe you out, and he will oblige you. Now, just in the last few days, we had Hurricane Harvey and what's her name? <laughs> Irma. <laughs> oh, my. Bless your heart, all the Irmas of this world. The only Irma I've ever hated in my life was the one that hit here just a few days ago. But Now, let me tell you, Our our disaster teams are trained. we get in there, we we go in and search out our partners first. We're in partner with them, and that's what we do. Now, you saw all that stuff on on Harvey. Boy, I mean, people were, uh, you know, homes flooded out. There were people, the water came right up to their house and didn't go in it. They were standing in the secret place of the Most High, where it says, a thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand. It will not come nigh you. Why? Words, words, people speaking to that storm and praying, words believing the words amen you listen to me now all right now let let's take um, then that that other storm just a few days later you know went coming headed right at the right at miami well our our longtime partners and in Miami. I mean, they're standing and, and believing against this thing. They, they, they drove around and laid a bloodline around their property and, and around the church, and no hurricane is crossing this line. They said it years ago. Well, here you had. Um, Pastor Stan and, and 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 the church there in Miami, and here you had Keith and Phyllis Moore uh, on the west coast of Florida, there at Sarasota, and their church. Uh, they have a church in Branson, Missouri. and They have a church right there in in, in Sarasota. They're believing God, and then Dr. Colbert and his wife Mary in Orlando. <laughs> That thing came up there, just headed right for Stan Moore's church, and it bounced off them and headed west and headed right straight for Keith and Phyllis Moore and bounced off them and went right straight up the middle of the state right over Orlando. I talked to uh Dr. Mary Colbert, I talked to them today, and they were laughing and shouting the praises of God. Mary told me, she said, Brother Kenneth, she said, "Uh, now, now, now get this. They have an office here in the, in the Fort Worth Dallas area. Their schedule that was made back uh, months ago had them in Texas during this storm. They didn't run from it. They were scheduled to it. Well, see, that was just coincidence. Ah, uh <laughs> Amen. Not if you're praying about your scheduling. The steps of a righteous man are ordered to the Lord. So, now, she said, you couldn't even get into our house for the trees piled in the streets and the and, the, and all of this debris, it didn't touch their house. There was no debris in the driveway or in their yard. I'm just going to let it. That's the same thing you read in the Psalms, Selah. I talked to Phyllis and Keith Moore. They sent me a picture of the church. There was no debris in the parking lot. There was no trash. There was nothing in the driveway. And then you go out to their home. (laughs) It didn't break a twig. It never touched any. uh, Just... What's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. You remember had what had the devil all ticked off at Job about? There's a wall around him. You've blessed him. <laughs> the blessing wall. The blessing wall. How do you get the blessing wall? Not just with, with prayer words, but prayer words, faith words. All the time, you don't ever change them. If one slips out your mouth, bind that thing, rebuke it, and put it down. Hallelujah. And the words of the 91st Psalm, you be in the secret place. There's a a wall up around you. Now, folks, I'm going to tell you something. This doesn't come easy. Anybody can do it. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Everybody is doing it, but they're doing it on the negative side. Now, let's go back to the Monk 11 23. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, whosoever shall say, shall have whatsoever he saith. If he believes it in heart, and says it with the mouth. Now, he, Jesus also said, remember now, by your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. You stand judgment for every idle word that comes out of your mouth. And and I won't go into the explanation of that right now. It's not what you think. Anyway, every word that comes out of your and my mouth is important. A lot, a lot. No, no, all of what you thought was the devil in your life was what you've been saying coming to pass in your life. And the devil is, the devil has been cooperated with, and he's been licensed work there. And you're not going to get him out until you change what you say and command him out of there. Amen. That's not, that's not bad news. That's good news. But I'm telling you, it's hard work. And and we'll get into that. I'll be back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.